just FYI, I caught whatever Teresa had last week, but I'm okay to do the show. Are you serious? Are you sick? Yeah, I, I just got like some kind of a cough or cold or something. Not a cold, but like a sore throat and a cough. And Teresa, should we change it to a different night? Because Thursday nights seem to be like constant chaos for you. Uh, Thursdays are cursed. They're cursed. I, I don't know. I so don't... what happened? Is your neighbor okay? I don't, I honestly don't know. Why did he call you instead of 911? Okay, so my neighbor is this 85-year-old man. So he's older. And he has a, that second he has, line didn't need to be said. <laughs> well, whatever. I'm still processing, George. It's been a day. It's like, okay, so he's he's older. He has a heart condition. And I gave him my cell phone forever ago. And I've always said to him, Paul, if you ever need anything, give me a call. Like, I'm right next door. Call me. I'm here if you need me. And I was just doing my own thing. I had grabbed food. I was trying to eat and get ready to get on the podcast. I got a call and it was him. And he's like, Teresa, this is your neighbor, Paul. I need your help. And I'm like, okay, what? And he's like, I think I'm having a heart attack. Can you drive me to the hospital? Oh my God. I was like, okay. I was like, um, I'll be over. Like, give me a second. So I'm like, literally like shoving what I was halfway eating into a bag, trying to get Bailey locked up, find shoes, grab my keys. And he's like, okay, let's do this. While we were driving to the hospital, he was talking okay and everything, but Apparently, he's like, I was trying to decide what to do. He's like, if I call an ambulance, I have to wait for them to get here, and it's going to cost me 600 bucks. And so he's like, I don't have, like, I can't afford that. I don't want to pay that because he's had to do it a couple different times before. Wow. He has family, but they're not super close. I have his daughter's number, so I was calling his daughter on the way to say, like, hey, like, I'm, like, taking your dad to the hospital right now. And while we were driving there, he seemed okay. But when they came to get him, he was, like, really out of breath. And I was like, I don't really know. Like, And they're like, they're like, what's his social? I was like, I don't know his social. <laughs> his neighbor. Like, I only know his name. I'm sorry. But after, like, they took him in, like, I was just in the waiting room. Like, I parked and was in the waiting room. And I was texting his daughter. And I was like, you know, I'm happy to hang around. Like, I don't know what you need. And she's like, I'm almost there. Go ahead and leave. So I was like, all right. Well, like, keep me posted. So, like, I don't, like, I don't know. Like, I hope he's okay. Oh, my gosh. So you don't even know what happened? No, because, like, they literally, like, came and got him in a wheelchair and, like, wheeled him back because, it's like, heart attacks are taken pretty seriously. So, like, they just, like... Oh, I hope like, so. <laughs> I don't... Uh, so, like, I, I didn't want to, like, wait because, like, he's not family and it feels weird. His daughter told me not to. So I'm like, all right. So, like, I left. But, like, I... He's there. Uh, okay, I you did know. what you need to do. You got him there. So, yeah, I mean, I got it, but, like, he was, like, he's, like, Teresa, you're making me nervous. You're driving fast, and you're close to cars. I was, like, Paul, I'm trying to get you to the hospital here. Like, I'm not worried about how fast I'm going. <laughs> I'm scared to death that, the, that you're going to, like, arrest in my passenger seat right now. Like, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Right? What am I going to do if you, like, pass out or something? Like, I, I couldn't deal. So, I'm, like, I, I need to get you here while you're conscious. <laughs> doing okay it's just he has heart problems and he's definitely getting older and anyway so i haven't heard back from her i texted her when i left and said to keep me posted and she hasn't texted me back for since like 40 minutes ago so i don't know i hope he's okay so yeah Yikes. no it's just a piece. that's just like a piece of today just a little piece of the fun 
It's not even fun. That's the, totally the wrong word. It's the piece of the crazy. But I just hope he's okay. And yeah, that was the that was what I was doing. I mean, this all happened 10, 15 minutes before we were supposed to sit down to record. She actually called on the way to the hospital with the guy in the car. And uh, she was basically like, a little concerned about the show. She's like, let George know I'm going to be running late. I think I can still make a regular time. I, You know, whatever. And uh, so, yeah, that's crazy, Teresa. And uh, I think you've set a new precedent for excuses. Oh. Like, whoever guest or artist, one of you guys, whoever comes to the show next <laughs> and didn't just run someone to the hospital for cardiac arrest symptoms, I mean, any excuse going forward probably won't hold weight with us, but we'll see. But I'm glad that you got on there, Teresa. You did the right thing. You're a good neighbor. But any listeners, call 911. Don't call, don't call a neighbor and potentially die in their car on the way there. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I just, I feel bad. I, and I was like, I'm going to, like, I can't, I'm not going to say no. Like, yeah, I'm going to help them. Yeah, I mean, what, do you, yeah. what can you do? Yeah, you did the right thing. I mean, luckily you got them there and everything so far that we know of is okay. But, um, you know, I, what a, it, today I went to the, a funeral of a 48-year-old coworker. She was a, a mom of two kids and, she, you know, she passed away to pancreatic cancer. So let's get off the heavy topics and let's, let's talk about something that's going to, Cheer us up. Let's talk about toys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, hey, toy family. Welcome to the Marsham Toy Hour, where we discuss anything and everything designer toys. I'm Gary Ham. I'm Teresa Hawkins. <laughs> and I'm George Gaspar. <laughs> Welcome back, George. We were about to host, uh, I don't know, trials for your replacement. You were gone for so long, but welcome back. I, I, come on. I wasn't gone that long. Yeah. It's been like a month. It's been like a month. I kept saying I'm around. It's like a month and a half. Was it really? Oh, yeah. Really? Well, he had the wedding. He was out of town. He was doing the G-Con, then the wedding, and then Teresa got sick. Yeah, so a lot of it wasn't on you, George. Plus, now we're going every other week. So, But, yeah, since the last record you were on, it's probably been about a month and a half. Holy cow. Welcome back to me. Long so time. congratulations, George. I know while you're away, you got married to the wonderful and beautiful Jessica. So congrats on that. I did. Thank you. And Teresa, you have a new member of the Anti-Gary Ham fan club. So congrats on that. Oh, wait. I was for a second. I was like, who are you talking about? But yeah, you're right. I do. <laughs> Jess, Jess, right? Jess is a new member. I don't think we'll be. Notice Notice. there's an emptiness in here today. Yeah, I don't think she'll be joining anymore. So. Well, we Gary, my bad. You care to share hey, what you did? You want to come on at all? What you want me to explain what I did? Yeah, explain why why Jess is joined the side of anti Gary um, here with me. I I did what I do. I take a joke too far. Are you coming on at all? Do you want to say anything? We're recording. Jesus, it's like the airplane is in his living room. They just talked about you being in the anti-Gary Ham Club. No, I'm the president of the anti-Gary Hate Club. No, I thought Teresa was the president. Now you're the president? You guys could pass the baton? We could be co-presidents, Jess. Okay. No, you don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) All right, bye, y'all. You can have it. This guy. I deserve it. I get it. You're going to ditch the tea? Come on. And I don't think she's joking. I think our listeners probably think that she's joking, but she's not joking, people. <laughs> I think she's joking, but she's taken it this many weeks, so I don't know. <laughs> so let me explain what I did. 
I'm typical and sensitive guy. I don't always know when not to joke. And, uh, you know, several, what, months ago, actually it was when we were five points, Jessica saw a picture of me taking a picture in the trash next to a, a tiger in the trash we thought was a funny pic. But then the next recording, Jessica came on and was like, oh, my God, I can't believe you're in the trash. That's so gross. It's disgusting. And the New next, York summer trash. Just New York that. summer trash. And the next week's promotional image was all four of us in the trash together. And people say it was one of our best promotional images so far. So then fast forward to George and Teresa get married. And I was thinking, like, what would wait, be a wait, 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 wait. Hey, George and Teresa, watch it. <laughs> now I'm not even married to George? Uh, this is getting worse. <laughs> Sorry, George. I don't know you well enough to marry you. <laughs> so Jessica is going Gaspar, and she has gone Gaspar, but that wedding weekend, Teresa and I were brainstorming, like, what can we do? What can we post to the stomping ground to, you know, let people know that it's a, it's a special weekend? So me, rather than just saying, hey, here's a beautiful photo of their nuptials and look how beautiful everyone looks and look how dapper George looks. No, I decided to go the joking route. I find a wedding dress that's made out of trash bags and I super I superimpose that on the wedding picture of George and Jess. I didn't send it to them on their wedding day, but on the next day I sent it to George and then it got passed along to Jessica and feelings were hurt and things weren't appreciated. Oh man, because I, I told, so I even told you, Gary, I, he was like, should I do this? I was like, no, you shouldn't do this. This is a bad idea. They're going to like, but you were helping. You're the one that found the image. Well, at first, at first you're like, oh, I'm going to tell you what Charlie club. says. Oh, it's called the Marchand Pete Club. <laughs> no, no, Jess, because I said like, I was like, here you go. And then I was like, you know what? This is like this. They're not going to find this funny. Like it's funny to talk about. But, like, they're going to take it the wrong way. And I even told him, I said, be careful. This is, like, wedding stuff. And he did it anyway. So, Gary, no, I warned no, you. No, no, no. I was the one that brought it up that it was going to be a little sensitive issue. Women take their weddings very seriously. This is something they look forward to their entire lives. So then we discussed about maybe we should post it on the day after. And then you said, like, well, how about you just run it by George first? And then let him know if this is something that we should do. So I sent it to George, and then here we are. To be fair, if you would have just asked me, I would have said post it because I think it's hilarious. But <laughs> I, I am out of the majority on this one. This but is, I explained uh, the situation to you, and you said you got it. I understand where you're coming from after you explained it. <laughs> you want to explain it again for everybody? All right. I'm going to explain it. I wish I had a beer for this because it still irves me. So I did not plan my wedding my entire life, Gary. I planned it for the last eight months. Oh my <laughs> okay. <laughs> there was no 32 years of it going, planning everything. It was eight months and then figuring this shit out. So not only did I spend like a whole week of getting print and I don't want to say pampered because I got hurt a lot. I got a lot of shit waxed. I got fake eyelashes glued to my eyes. Like, she had skin ripped off her eyebrows. Yeah, I had just, like, the day before, like, the the wax was too hot, and it tore off a whole bunch of my eyelids. <laughs> what? Yeah, it was a really good time. And so then I spent all day Friday, like, getting ready for this marriage, and then I spent all day Saturday putting in hair extensions, trying to look my best of my best. Like, I want to look so beautiful, like, for George. I'm going to try to make him cry. 
He doesn't cry. But instead, <laughs> the next day, not only, I, again, I would have understand if the if we were both standing in trash, but no, like this dress that I had gone to multiple alterations for is now a trash dress. Like I'm wearing a trash dress. Like I thought I was looking pretty and now here I am in fucking trash. See, that was the mistake, Harry. You should have put us in a pile of trash, but instead you turned her dress to trash. Dapper George isn't in trash. No, <laughs> shitty Jessica's in trash. I couldn't find an image for a guy wearing a trash tuxedo, so I went with the dress that I found. So you went for the bride that planned everything and right. decided her in a trash. Oh, believe me, I I fully see the error of my ways now. But at the time, uh, it seemed very it funny. It was very. I'm angry about. It. Do you want to take the rest of this podcast off and come back next time? I'm going, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to start a petition. I'm going to go call Greg and I'm going to get Greg on my side. I'll give you a list. I got probably about five other people you can contact. <laughs> like, I know I'm probably being sensitive about it, but it's just like I thought I was looking super beautiful. And then the next day here, it's like George laughing in my face that I'm wearing a trash <laughs> dress. And you did look beautiful. And um, apparently not. Apparently, looked like trashy. You know, after, after I sent that, I I realized how out of context that picture could be taken. Not knowing our New York summer trash adventures, I mean, luckily I didn't share it to Instagram or Facebook because then it would have just been really bad. It was just George who saw it. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I apologize because I I, uh, I I feel bad about it. And again, I get it. Like I get what the joke was. It just wasn't enough time. (laughs) (laughs) It was just, the joke was my entire dress. I wasn't standing in it. You you draped me in it. (laughs) I did. All right, let's move on. Yeah, yeah, the listeners don't know what we're talking about, so let's move on. I apologize. Well, now you got to post the the picture so everybody knows what you're talking about. Uh, Like, again, again, people are going to take it. There's been issues just in the stomping ground. A simple little fun topic that we post is way blown out of proportion and taken way more seriously than we ever intended. So it's like, I don't want to post this image. Like what? Give us the tea, Gary. What's up? No, it's just, it's just, it's just, Teresa and I will just be laughing like, oh my God, this will be a funny little topic for the day. And we throw it up there and it's just like, go south so fast. So it's like, I, I don't so want to do that with your picture. My side. Well, yeah, apparent, apparently I caused drama and I'm done posting in the stomping ground. So Wait a minute, Please. now you're out of the stomping ground? What's the drama? I wasn't around. What happened? Teresa, you're like the most like person I know. <laughs> I'm so, I, I thought, I thought I was fun and it nice. Was fun. And apparent, it was apparently, fun. I, apparently I took it too far and I caused toy drama i don't know i didn't think it was drama i thought it was i i was just trying to spark conversation and apparently i struck a (laughs) wrong chord all right we got to talk about the topic then i want to know what teresa will not be posting on the stomping ground anymore i took the week off (laughs) it's just it's just become it's your group i know but everyone has different sensitivities and it's it's sometimes it's just not fun no okay so I'll, i'll provide some background so when, when we were going to record the week that I ended up being sick, one of the topics that we had thrown in the dock was the fact that um, Mighty Jacks had a pre-order up for a monochromatic 
Elmo. It was a Jason Freeney dissected Elmo. But it was black. And when I first saw it, I went, huh, that's funny. It kind of reminds me of the cause BFF. Which in my mind was just like, not even a comment of like, Freeney's copying cause, cause copying Freeney. None of that. It was literally just a like, uh-huh, that's kind of funny that that popped in my head just because I know there's history and beef there between Freeney and cause. And so we thought, oh, I thought, okay, let's post to the stomping ground something related to this since we had ended up not having the recording and it would seem kind of silly to talk about it later on. And I'm, did we delete that post, Gary? I was going to try to I, find yeah, it. Yeah, I removed it. Okay. So I basically found, uh, and so I was like, let's make it fun. I'll go find like a meme or something to tie in with it. It was an animated show, but it said things that make you go, hmm. And so I put up the meme with the photo of the monochromatic Elmo, a photo of the black cause BFF, and just said, hmm. Like something to the effect of, hey, have you ever seen things that make you go, hmm? Like what things have you posted that make you think that? With the thought that people might say like, oh, like these things have looked similar or I've always questioned X or I don't know, whatever. Things that make you go, hmm. And people took it as if I was directly attacking Jason Freeney. Like as if I was saying that something about him copying cause and him not being original and blah, 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 blah. And like zero intention of that. People were like, are you trying to cause drama? Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And it's just like, no, but like they I'm listen not, to the like, show, right? Though, right, Teresa? Huh? Yeah, if they it, listen to the show, then they know, like, you're obviously not assuming that. Right. That's the thing. Like, I'm like, you know, I'm not starting anything, but like the way the conversations kept going, and like some of the people writing back to me were like writing these giant paragraphs about like, Freddie's a good guy, and blah 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 blah. And I was just like, whoa, like you all. So like, I just stopped. Like, I didn't even comment really because I'm like. I- it was it went south after the very first comment, and after that, it was just avalanche. I vote that the day you can say "fuck" is the day that Teresa starts drama. The day that <laughs> Teresa says "fuck" is the day. I she know, starts. I know. She had it, it, it was a good post. People are just too sensitive. And to be fair, it, they look like the same thing. Right? Yes, I know. That's exactly <laughs> like, why we put it up there because we thought. Maybe everyone for at least a brief second would have seen it too. But no, of course there's people that maybe they didn't see it or maybe they just wanted to be annoying and play devil's advocate or whatever. But it's one of those things where we realize like the post went south very fast and everyone has different sensitivities, of course. And it's one of those things like this is something we can do off air and have fun with and then we try it out in a public forum and it goes bad. And so we didn't want it to get worse. So I decided to just delete it all together. And then maybe just take a break from the group altogether. I mean, it's it's hard. I don't think people realize it is hard to come up with a daily something, a daily topic that's interesting enough for everyone to want to participate in. And, you know, I could just throw up lob questions. You know, what's what do you like, boxers or briefs type stuff? But that's boring, too. So it's like one of those things where I'm running out of ideas. So I thought we just maybe we'll just take a break and or we'll just turn the keys over and let the, you know, the members, you know, start be able to start their own conversations. All right. I give you guys. To take some time off. <laughs> George, you can join and you can throw up something every once in a while. I think yeah, you're a moderator in there. <laughs> so how was the wedding? Jess, tell, tell us about the wedding. About, I was going to say, Wait. Jess, I'll make you an admin in the group. You can come post. Oh, Jesus. Okay. I'm going to post and I'm just going to tell you <laughs> species <laughs> like, well, you don't even use Facebook. How are you going to post? Oh, yeah. I don't use Facebook. <laughs> but I'm going to 
I'm gonna rejoin for this. No, you're not. No, I'm not. But I might. But I, I say this and I say this over and over again. The toy world is the most sensitive world in the like your like industry or little group or whatever. They're like, all a bunch of artist babies. That's why. They every, <laughs> all the clusters. It's like it's either you're a cause or you're a free me person. Um, but nobody curses. You're gonna buy either one, and you're gonna spend a crazy amount of money. So stop fucking bitching when somebody <laughs> has an opinion other than your own. Oh my gosh! Can we please let Jess post to the group? Hell yeah, I'm all for that. Let Let's me do in. like um, Jess, <laughs> Jess like takeovers me. for a week or something like that. Actually, I, I maybe I should change my last name back again <laughs> so that like I can become like Jessica Harabedian is like the one everybody hates, but like Jessica Gaspar is George's wife. <laughs> <laughs> so tomorrow, like tomorrow, it. Jess, just say you've taken over the stomping ground. It's yours now. Oh my god, wait, I'm scared. <laughs> no, I'm not. You know, people love you. I don't ask me, except for a trash dress. <laughs> yeah, you can post your own picture. If I post it, it'll look bad. So if you want to post your picture, so maybe, tell us, how maybe, was the wait, wedding? Put up when you put up the uh, image for this week, the episode for this week on Instagram, put it as like the second or third picture in there, so people have to scroll if they want to see it. Oh, okay, that's not a bad idea. Or so, just make that the episode header. And then, like, but draw me giving me like a middle finger, nope. but and then like superimpose <laughs> Teresa's head over my head because apparently that's what happened. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Oh, Gary doesn't find me funny this time. I'm just trying to keep I those little friends I have at this point. I'm trying to stay out of the hole. Like even yesterday, just yesterday, there was a brief moment where Teresa and I were going at. Like I'm just trying to be good now. No more misunderstanding. Done. It's the Mercury retrograde. <laughs> All right, stop. Let's, <laughs> in, let's do some leaks and sneak peeks. How about we get this thing back on track? All right. No, no. We have never. We haven't heard about your wedding. Yeah. How was it? How was it, George? It went off without a hitch. Wait, we got hitched, but there wasn't any other hitches. There was a few, but not nothing that we couldn't, like, that was, like, out of our hands, except for the fact that we provided a little too, too many people with alcohol. Like my mom. And then one of our tables at the restaurant sat in complete darkness after the sun went down. Yeah. And then, like, another one of our guests gave, like, an improv speech, and it started off with, marriage is a struggle. And that was the only word he said the entire like three minutes of his speech because he couldn't think of anything else um there was a lot ben ben was the officiant mm -hmm. um and he uh he worked in a lot of good lines about there's always room for one more toy and going on target runs for toys <laughs> so there was some good there were some good things said see i did i did a best man speech once where i said all toys must go now that they're getting married so oh that's not that's no best man <laughs> But but Ben, he, he did it right. He he was much smarter than I was. But in my vows, I said um, I could not promise him that I'll ever understand why he needs a toy in eleven different colorways, or why we have to go to Target, or why he's always on Kickstarter. How do you guys sleep in that house? It sounds uh, like there's a plane every two minutes. Very empty. <laughs> yeah, the, the bedroom has no toys in it. Nothing. No, Gary's talking about well, the airplane. The airplane noise, noise. <laughs> like holy oh, crap! Yeah. We don't even hear. We zoned it out now. We don't even hear it. 
Wow. Well, you actually heard that one? Oh yeah. yeah. Um, they, uh, they don't, it's only annoying when we're watching TV mm-hmm. or when we're on a podcast and you can hear it in the freaking mic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. was our wedding? What was the most memorable moment? Um, not that memorable. Ooh. <laughs> I think watch, watching you come out with your mom was was memorable. Uh, I kind of blacked out during that moment. Like our whole the whole wedding ceremony, I was like one hundred percent blacked out. But that's because I have like re- um, I have um, public speaking anxiety really bad. So I've passed out in every speech I've ever given in my entire life. Just. <laughs> Like you think I'm lying, but it's real. Like I went, I did a couple of speech classes in college. One of my professors let me give my speeches, um, like just one on one because I, I passed out once. Um, another one I barfed in the hallway. Uh, like it's like, bad anxiety. So the minute I stepped down, I saw everyone looking at me. I blacked out. <laughs> I have no idea what happened. Oh, yes. Yeah. And during my battles, like, weren't even as emotional or as, um, like, you know, sincere as I wanted them to be. I was just purely reading lines at that point. Hmm. And then even we have video, like, some of our friends send us videos. And George is, like, all, like, charismatic, like, doing, like, gestures. And then you see me. And as you're watching the video, you can slowly see my shoulders crumpling, like, downwards. (laughs) Like, I'm getting smaller and smaller. It's, like, really sad to watch. <laughs> I don't think it's as bad as you think. It's as bad as you think. Well, only 25 people saw it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, so it's I, a real intimate setting, then. 25 people is a pretty small wedding. Yeah, it was very it was small. Very it, small. Was, it was just on the back deck at Ben's house. Like, it wasn't... Yeah, it was very intimate. Nice. Yeah, it was very small. It was very... Um, I, I want to say it was quick, but it wasn't quick. Probably some of my favorite things are watching uh, watching Jessica work the stripper pole on the party bus to dinner with Woo! everyone there, the family there, and everything. Yeah, yeah, teaching what I co- learned in college. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll get some pictures of that eventually from the photographer. Uh, would George dance with me a little bit on the stripper pole? That's already on Sarah Joe's, I think, or Scott. Somebody posted it. But it was fun. Wait, this party bus. Was this a part of the night before or part of the ceremony, like after the ceremony? So after the ceremony, um, after we took pictures again, we, we all jumped on trolley party. <laughs> trolley party. I forgot. Okay, that's my most memorable thing. This is my favorite part of the whole wedding. And Trolley Parton is a pimped out trolley car that is on the outside looks like an old school trolley car, you know, all updated and nice. And on the inside, it's a party bus with a stripper pole and a sound system. <laughs> That's awesome. So it took you to the venue or whatever then, yeah, to, to the downtown for dinner. For dinner. Yeah. That's awesome. It was pretty fun. That was my favorite. And it took us back too. So it took us there and took us back. Yeah. We just wanted everyone to be able to drink and be safe. Sounds awesome. Hopefully we'll, yeah. I haven't seen any pictures. So uh, yeah, hopefully at some point you guys will upload some pictures. Yeah. We have my, uh, my phone was, ended up being used during the day for the, um, sound system so i ended up having to give up my phone so i don't really have many pictures so we're really just literally waiting for the photographer to send yeah us stuff. like we don't the have anything. only mm-hmm. thing we had was like any of our friends or family sending them to us and it turned out to be like the same photo over and over yeah um yeah so we're just purely waiting for our photographer at this point you guys are so snoopy 
They're so cute. I love. Okay, so like George. I I mean, I'm still getting to know you, but like I wouldn't have known you were such a romantic. You're so sweet. <laughs> What'd you say? What am I? Oh, just you're making the pain of me. No, just no, I don't. Just you and just the, like just the y'all are so. The open gestures of love on social media. Like, I, I don't do that. You never see me say happy birthday or happy anniversary. Or, I mean, you guys are just all out there on social media, just like, oh, I love you, babe. Go on guest bar. Smoop, 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 uh, smoop. To and, be fair, like, the, it wasn't like this in the beginning. Like, I remember I posted, like, something of us on Instagram and it went on Facebook and we, it was like, I think it was like in the beginning or kind of like in the middle. And he was like, I don't, I actually just don't really like it when you post things like that. Like you can do it, but you'll, but I'm not going to do it. because I don't believe in posting about my personal life. And he was like really angry about it. And I was like, <laughs> oh, this guy, like, and then, um, I guess I saw <laughs> and then I don't know what happened. Maybe like he, maybe he thinks that if he posts about his life, he looks like he's, um, personable. Is that the word? Like, <laughs> George does seem more personable. Guy, that's that's what we're grouch. talking about. Yeah, like everyone's like, oh, he's such a grouch. And I think that got him annoying. So he's like, maybe if I post like a lovable side, maybe we'll, people will see I'm not just an asshole. I'm taking the mic Maybe you should leave. None of that was ever said. I feel <laughs> like it's true. All right, well, let's get to some leaks and sneak peeks. All right, George, you want to go first? Uh, me? Yeah. Oh, sure. Uh, I'm going to talk about a Kickstarter. Surprise. Um, oh, actually, it's already funded. I guess, well, I'll talk about it anyway. <laughs> it's called the Deadly Spawn Vinyl Figure. Have you seen that that yet? Uh, no. <laughs> Barry! Funny? Jesus Christ! <laughs> Was uh, that a freeze? No, uh, I just feel like being annoying. It's by a guy named Justin Ishmael. Have you seen his stuff oh, at all? Yes. Okay, I know what you're talking about now. Okay. JustinIshmael.com. You had to spell that. Justin, the way it's spelled. And then I-S-H-M-A-E-L. And he makes those... You'll recognize some of his vinyls, I'm sure. Um, they're mostly, like, monster-related, like, old, old-school monster-related. Like, there's that double-headed... What is it called? Galagantis. The two-headed kaiju. There's like a like a vampire dude with his little hands out. You've seen it. There's a Tarman. Tarman mini vinyl. Have you seen any of this stuff? I've seen George. snippets. This is so Teresa. Oh my gosh, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many teeth. If gross. you go to products and go to the catalog and go to page three, I think that's stuff you might recognize. Imagine someone smiling and then there being like another thousand teeth coming out of your gums. That's the image that I have in my head. Yeah, so that's the deadly spawn. I've seen seen this vampire guy, though. Yeah, I knew you'd have seen that one. That one's passed around a bunch. Um, So the guy that made that is now making, and this is a licensed property. This is a, a movie from the 80s, right? 1983 called The Deadly Spawn. Super cheesy, low-budget horror movie from the 80s, and he, he's making the character from the movie. Uh, it was sculpted by James Groman, which you might yeah, know yeah. from mm-hmm. all the cool kaiju monsters that he makes. We love the Groman. And, uh, yeah, so he, they were asking for 20. They're already at 21 at the time of this recording, so it's already funded, but it's got still got about a month to go. So get on there and pre-order one if you want. 
Nicely done. Off to a yeah. good start. No, I mean, it's very cool. They got James involved, and it's a cool sculpt. It's just so not me. But yeah. hey, I'm, the, I'm actually kind of in the same boat as you, Teresa. Like, it's, it's, I, it's something I just do not collect. But I love this guy. Like, I love the work that these guys are doing, and I love like. I got to meet up with uh, Justin not too long ago and like chat with him for a bit. He's a really nice guy. And uh, just the sculpting on this thing is really cool. I just don't collect this kind of figure. Um, so yeah. I, I want to help push it because I like it, but I just don't. It's not for me. Yeah. No, I get it. So what Let's do they look out. up? They I look mean, up the Deadly Spawn on Kickstarter, right? That that would be like the search word? Yeah, the Deadly Spawn. Yeah. Bring it up. We'll include it in the show notes as well. Hi, right, Teresa. What you got? Oh, goodness. I've got two. Should I just pick one? Do whatever you want. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Not that I want to get all negative, but I know there are things. I feel like we need a segment that's leaks and sneak peeks, but it's like a thing you saw a preview of, but then you ended up seeing the full reveal and instead of like loving it, you had the opposite reaction. <laughs> <laughs> I I have some of those, but yeah, that would be that would be like, negative. Can't do that. I know. I don't want to be negative, I but what, like I want to know one that you saw that you thought you were gonna love, but then saw it. Okay, so there was a sneak. One example: there was a sneak peek for a new Labbit coming out, and I love Labbits, and it was called Labicorn. So it was gonna be like a unicorn Labbit, but like all it was was like a header card design. And so I thought, oh, okay, like that, that, that concept sounds cute. I haven't seen a lab in a while. Like I'm all down for cute stuff. But then when I saw the toy reveal, which you can see it on Frank Kozik's Instagram, we can put it in the um, show preview, but it's like so bad. <laughs> it's really bad. Like it's just the, the concept is nice, but I feel like the execution is just not very good. It just, I don't like it. So, do you think it was intended to be that way? Because I only saw the close-up shot of the rainbow coming out of the mouth, and yeah, it looked like really someone just opened up a a pack of different col- colored Palmer clays and literally just smashed a couple right. of strips together and then called it done. And like the eyes, just like stylistically, it's just kind of clip artish. Okay. Yeah. It it's just I don't know. It just doesn't do it for me. Yeah, it sucks when things don't meet your expectations because I know you sent me that DM and you're you're excited about it. You're looking forward to it. And you know, I told you that it's not my thing. You encourage my thing. I like Labbits, but I know that at the time you were really looking forward to this. So it's a bummer that it didn't meet what you were hoping for. Yeah, it's, it's funny because I, I kind of like this one. I like the size of the Labbit. It looks smaller. Than I do the- It's a five inch, and they haven't done one this size in forever. It's just the design is not. I don't know, like if it just feels childish and clip artish and I don't know. I'm not liking it. But I do like the pearl finish. It looks like there's a pearl finish on it. It's just I don't know. Something about it is just not not vibing with me and I'm bummed because I thought it would be a cute idea. It's like there's so many times where I'll see and I'll like prematurely get excited. Like that's what she said or he said (laughs) Um, (laughs) but like they'll there's so many times where I'll like send stuff to Gary I'll be looking at stuff I'm like oh my god like that's gonna be so cool and half the time it is really cool and half the time it's like oh I was excited but now I'm not 
But is it like going to be a super negative segment? What am I? This episode, like, what is? <laughs> well, you and I are just in a. Like I said, we just—it's a shitty week. It's been a bad week. So I think I don't think you're being that negative either. I mean, you're just saying something like right here, Gary. We're going to turn it around. We're going to turn it around. Yeah, that's all something about. Okay, so I'm telling something I'm excited about. Okay, so there's two different things. I'm going to say both of them. Okay, the first is something that a lot of people may not be following. I'm not sure how I found it. It's just probably from hashtags or general perusing around Instagram, but I came across this artist named Miloza Ma, M-I-L-O-Z-A-M-A. And that's their handle on Instagram as well. I saw this sculpt of a really cute Sofubi, and I've been following it. Um, It looks like they're going to be selling a pink version at BTS, which I don't know if BTS has happened yet or not. But um, it's super. Yes. And um, it's super cute. It's like, to try to describe it, okay, it kind of reminds me, um, it's very cutesy, but you know the um, Instinct Toy, uh, like Erosion Mollies and the, shoot, I'm blanking on the, God, people are going to hate me because I'm blanking on the dinosaur one. (laughs) Um, Jesus, people, I'm sorry. But um, you know, like that texture of their body that kind of looks like, like melting, melting skin. Eating. Yeah. Yeah. It has a similar effect on the body. Um, but then it's got like a super cute kawaii face with that kind of looks like a, a little bit like a a doll cat. I don't know. It's got a cute little button nose and little paws stretched out. It kind of reminds me I'm a little lost. bit. Do you have a link to this thing? Yeah. Go to. Uh, let me see. I'll just grab it. Cool. Copy link. I know I'm having a really hard time describing it, but it kind of is candy candy Bolton esque a little bit. Would you say, Gary? It's uh, I'll show you. Yeah. I mean, if you told me she was behind it, I guess I wouldn't have been surprised. But she, she's I not. Kind of, but I mean, I can kind of see where you're no. going by that statement. It's just anyway. I don't know. It's a really cute figure, and obviously, I'll post a we'll post a photo that you can scroll through on our Instagram and whatever. But I don't know. I like it. It's kind of a, a cool, different figure, and it seems like a good size. And I don't know. I just like the aesthetic, and I'm excited for it. I'm hoping I can find a way to buy it. And it's one that I don't feel like a lot of people are going to know about. It's got cute little wings on the back. And did you get the link, George, in the Skype? Yeah, I, th- I think it's kind of neat looking. Oh, I cute. like that it sits pretty well too. Yeah, it could. Yeah, it could stand or can sit. You can rotate the legs so it can sit, and the the hands are kind of outwards in sort of that doll position where their the wrists are kind of up, and you can rotate the arms. And I don't know, it's just cute. I like it. So that was oh, one it's thing. Than I thought too. You think I it's like small? It yeah. It look, there's a picture of it in someone's hand on the Instagram. I don't know. I thought it was bigger yeah, than I'm, I. Expected. I'm looking at one where it's huge. It looks like it's probably like yeah. six inches. Oh, there's a baby one and a big one. Ooh. Huh. Oh, it, apparently it's called Angel Cat. I, I want to see it painted and see what it looks like. Yeah, like I'm curious. Like right now they've only done a single color Sofubi of it in pink, which is super cute. But yeah, I'm curious if they're going to do a painted version, if they would just paint the eyes or do more detail. But I don't know. I just think it's interesting. It caught my eye and I feel like other people should follow her and give her a look and hopefully she'll make more. So that was one. 
And the other thing I was going to bring up, and I know we talked about it, I think, between us, Gary. I don't think we talked about it on the show. But there was, what was the name of the show that happened recently in Asia? Summer Soul in Hong Kong. Summer Soul. Okay. So at Summer Soul, one of the vendors was Toy Zero Plus. There was actually a live video. I forget who published it, but there was a way to kind of watch the event and stuff. I think Toy Zero Plus actually had it on their Facebook page. Mm-hmm. And they were showing their booth and stuff. And one of the things they had at their booth were these super cute little baby sharks. And at first when we saw them, we're like, what are these? They're not promoting them. And we don't see them on their page and anything. Uh, but now we know what they are. They're Baby Shark by Momoko Studio, who's been making some larger versions of sharks. And now they're getting into kind of the more chibi, cutified type stuff. But they're freaking adorable. Have you seen these, George? They I'm, are looking so- at them. I'm looking at them right now. They're really cute. Oh, my gosh. So... What do they call? There's a there's like an acronym, but it's like raise it's up your hands. Raise up your hands. Raise, okay. Well, I think they're technically supposed to be called. Are they supposed to be called RU? Like R U Y H? Yeah, that stands for raise up your hands. Yeah. Um, but I got really excited. I don't think they're up for pre-order anymore. But um, Vintage Vinyl Club had them on their site, and I bought six. <laughs> wow. Because they're blind box, so that's the thing. They're sold blind box, and I really want one of each color. And I was talking to Gary. I was like, Gary, what do I do? Do I just buy a couple and just hope I get colors I like and no repeats? And he's like, buy 10. I was like, I can't buy 10. He's like, fine, buy six. And I was like, okay, I'll buy six. Well, how many? There's four different colors, and you're trying to get them all? Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to get all four colors, but there's also a chase that's glow in the dark that I don't want to get. So if I get that and anyone wants it, let me know because it's just say, there's how no. Much, how much did they cost you for each one? By buying a bunch at once, it actually made the shipping a little cheaper. So let's see. I ended up paying. They were retailing for I think um, thirteen a piece, and I ended up getting them with shipping included for sixteen a piece. So not too okay, shabby. Well, if you get a double or one you don't want, I'll buy one off you. Okay. Well, Gary Gary was going to buy some, but then he was getting super super picky about color. So I'll let you all know what I get. Um, but <laughs> fingers crossed that I don't get like a million of the same color. <laughs> oh, that's but. the worst. That's happened to us on Toy Geeks before, and it's just all of us open up the same thing. It's just like, wow, that's a bummer. Right. But I like uh, – it's. I mean, honestly, I like all the colors. So – I'm not going to be disappointed. I just, I want the whole set. So anyway, those are super cute. I feel like there's like a baby shark theme going on right now. I'll yeah. find you an old shirtle. I'm sure you probably don't have one. A what? Shirtle from the OMFG series. He's a what shark a turtle. Shirt? Sure. Sounds cute. All right, I'm just searching it. O-M-F. How do I spell shirtle? It's not coming up. Uh, it's like shirt with an L-E at the end. <laughs> oh, I'm spelling it wrong. Okay, shirtle. All right, I'm getting, okay, seriously, if you all got, if you all Google shirtle OMFG, I'm getting a bunch of uh, shirtless men. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's going on like, here, George? I'm looking like at Like Justin show. Bieber just, and. Go to, the, uh, go to the October Toys page and look it up. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm Teresa sure will be circling right back to this this search though. I'm sure. Yeah, she'll be looking up. I mean, sure it's later not. On. Oh, he's cute. 
Okay, I'll take a shirtle. I'll see. I'll see if I can find one. Oh, I love the little bandaid on his nose. Poor shirtle. Did he ram into a rock? I guess he got in a scrap at some point. That's that's crap. Okay, so those are mine. Gary, what you got? All right, what do, I, what do I got? So this week, two of my favorite designers happened to pop up with some leaks this week. And uh, first off, we'll go with Sticky Monster Lamp. Looks like they're going to be doing a mini blind box series. They're labeling it as the sitting series, so I'm not sure if that means there's a standing series or a on-your-head series, but they're calling this one the, the sitting series. Looks like there's going to be 18 original designs, three of them being secrets at the moment. And all they mentioned was they're going to be coming soon. So that's all I know about it. But they uh, showed a bunch of their designs on their Instagram account. And I love them all. I don't buy many cases. I think the last case I bought was the, probably the No, no, the no Farron Wood Jibby Butt series. And that was, I don't know, I feel like 2009, 9, 10-ish, something like that. So I don't buy many cases. And I think I would probably buy a case of this Sticky Monster Lab series. So I'm looking forward to that. And then speaking um, of Noferin, I um, saw a leak from them. So they mentioned that they're going to be doing a new Pecan Pals Woody series, and that's going to be coming out soon on Kickstarter. And so I did reach out to Nick and Candy. They're, they're the, the duo behind Noferin. They're out of Australia. And so I reached out to them to find out more info about this Woody series. And basically they said, um, ding! You've arrived at level three. Someone in the elevator? <laughs> that might have been an email or something. I don't know. It, it wasn't me. Gary. I don't think. Gee. <laughs> um, I'm so easily distracted. So where was? Oh, so Pecan Pals. So anyone who's familiar with Nafren and their Pecan Pals, I think it was a wood series of several characters that came out, I think five characters that came out around 2009, 2010-ish. So this new series, the Woody series, is going to be using seemingly the same characters from that 2009 series. I think they're called from the, the island of Carrara or something like that. And uh, so I reached out to Nofren, and they said they were um, going to be doing the Kickstarter. We can look forward to that starting up in mid-September. And the main thing they wanted to do was create a super expressive interactive design piece. They say it's all to do with the head movement, and they promise it's like nothing we've ever seen in the designer toy scene before. They say it's smooth, elegant, and super fun. So um, I don't know exactly what that, you know, it's never been done in the designer toy scene, but, but looking at the picture, it looks like the head rests on like a, a rounded ball joint of the body, so the head maybe can tilt up and down to get different sort of expressions. So yeah, I mean, in that regard, I, I don't think I've seen that in the toy scene very much, so... Um, I'm excited for it. They're working with a company called Candy James. Uh, it's an Australian design company. Uh, they do great craftsmanship, and they work in modern design principles and stuff like that. So I'm excited about this release, and they're also coming to DesignerCon this year, and they have a humongous booth at DesignerCon this year. It looks like three or four booths. So looking forward to finally meeting Nick and Candy uh, in person in November. Yep. And did you I'm say excited. this was going to be a Kickstarter? Yeah, they said mid-September, so it should be Kickstarter starting up in a, a week or two. And then if you want to stay on top of all the news, you can go to candyjames.com, sign up for their newsletter there, or you can follow both Candy James Design or Nofferin on Instagram, and I'm sure you can easily stay up to date there as well. Nice. Yep. Yeah, and- I'm excited. I haven't, I've never I haven't been in the scene, 
long enough to have seen them do anything. So this will be like a first for me to be a part of any of their releases. Like I knew about their stuff and I had hunted some of their older stuff, but never had a chance to get anything directly from them. So, and that sticky monster lab series is freaking adorable. There's some that I really, really like, so I don't think I'll get a case, but I'll definitely try to get a couple of them. Yeah, I think I, you know, maybe getting a case is too much because then you're just going to be having 18 sitting figures, but I like so many of them. I just don't want to risk going the blind box route. If there was a route to go open box and get the ones I really want, I would go that route, but otherwise I'll probably have to go case. You realize there's actually technically 21 because it's 18 designs and three secrets. Yeah, but I'm going to assume the three secrets are already using, like, probably just a different colorway or something like that. I usually don't well, like the secrets and the chases, yeah. so I probably, I'm not expecting to like them. Well, what's your favorite? What's that, George? Sorry, what's your they're, they're all minifigures? They're I all think. minifigures, yeah. yeah. It's a whole minifigure blind box series. You yeah. can go to us. Uh, but it's cool because they're, they're varied sizes, <clears> like. Even though they're all minis, there's still some that are larger than others. Yeah. Go ahead. Tell them where you can find them. You can find them at Sticky Monster Lab on Instagram. You can do That's where I'm looking right now. And you can pretty much scroll through oh them and God. see all the designs. I think there's two I want posts. that little black trash bag or whatever he is. It's Jess's toy. Jess, look. It's a little trash bag. Oh, Love Teresa, you, what did you do? I know. I'm sorry. Jess, can I buy the trash one for you? <laughs> Go back to the little Saturn one. She likes the Saturn one. Uh, the Saturn yes, one is super adorable. I want the Saturn one. I, these are all kind of cool. I like all of them. All right, if They're I get fun. the Saturn one, it's yours, Jess. Yes. Oh, makeup gift. <laughs> so I, oh, I love Sticky Monster Lab. I just, the straight face, I just wish it were a little bit happier. <laughs> Cause you know me, so like I, I like the guy where it's more of the uh, there's like the blue guy with the orange cap, and he's got more of like a teethy grin. Like I like that more because he's got a little more personality. Not well, that I don't like the other face. It's, it's just, just a, you know, but it's I just like, a little straight line. Grab yourself a sharpie and make it smile. No, that'll be easy. I like the guy that's two balls, like two flesh balls, just sitting there. Oh, like stacked on top of each other. Yeah. Speaking of yeah. two flesh balls, a terrible segue, but we need to do sponsors. So for all your designer toy needs, wants, and desires, we got two great stores for you. First off is strangecattoys.com. Also, Strange Cat Toys now has an app available for iPhone users. So go to the app store and download the Strange Cat Toys app. I like that a lot of companies and blogs and stuff are now going uh, smartphone apps. That's very handy. Um, but if you go to strangecattoys.com or use the app, be sure to use promo code MARSHAM at checkout and you will receive 10% off your entire order. Also, if you're in the Southern California area, Burbank adjacent, be sure to stop by and see Ben at 3dretro.com. Lots of great stock of toys. I hear the store is amazing. They host lots of great events and stuff. And also there's 3dretro.com. And then for all your daily designer toys news, be sure to like and follow spankystokes.com and thetoychronicle.com. And don't forget the Toy Chronicle mobile app. It's um, available in the App Store and Google Play Store. It's totally free. So what are you waiting for? Download it now and stay on top of everything. Easy peasy. You know, Teresa, I didn't want to interrupt your leak and sneak peek, but you're talking about Frank Kozik and Labbits. And, uh, did you happen to see his Backstab one that released on Kid Robot recently? Yes. Okay, so correct me if I'm wrong, but the Backstab Labbit, that didn't have a pre-order, did it? Because I feel like 
I didn't see it until the, like it was dropped the week of before it went up on KidRobot.com. Usually we see stuff many months in advance, but this one felt like the old Kid Robot where it just kind of sneaks up on you the week of and it goes up on sale on their website. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Um, I, in the Kid Robot Buy, Sell, Trade group, I, like I was kind of oblivious to the release and it's probably a good thing because, um, you know, it's not something I would have really wanted to go after. So it's a good thing I didn't miss out. But they posted in the group and like all these people were talking about it and I thought, okay, I'll go check it out. And it sold out, not only sold out, but like sold out super quick. And yeah. it surprised me. And I went and looked at how many, do you remember Gary, how many there each? Cause it seemed like a decent amount. And I was surprised. I was like, oh my gosh, like, I don't think I've seen something sell out on kid robot like that in a long time. So there's two colorways. The black colorway was 150 pieces. And then there was, a wider release. I think that was the white one. I think that was around 500 pieces. But yeah, to sell out, I like you're you're right. I haven't seen not that I I don't closely monitor it, but I can't remember the last time yeah. one that we saw just something drop without prior knowledge of it and without a pre-order. So maybe going forward, maybe this is something that we can expect more of, like not a pre-order, like more just like what kind of what they used to just do in the past, just here's a toy, it's dropped, go get right. it. And that's hopefully well, and they're getting back to that. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense because it creates more of a, I don't even know the word, excitement around it. Because they're like, oh, this thing just released and oh, I really want this. And it kind of builds up that sort of desire to purchase real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not to say, like, I know stuff has sold out from Kid Robot before. So not to say that, like, that hasn't happened. But it just surprised me to what you were saying that it dropped like it did and that it sold out very quick. So kudos on them. I think it's a smart strategy. It makes sense to go back to that. It's a great looking piece too. I mean, there's no, I'm not surprised it sold out, but so it sold out on kidrobot.com, but I know some retailers still have it available. I saw, I think today, a live video of 3D Retro showing it's available. It might be, you know, check um, Strange Cat Toys or sponsors. So help them out. If that's something you're looking for, you can probably pick it up at other retailers. Yeah, I was just going to say, we recorded uh, Toy Geeks last week and it was, the Wednesday after it dropped, I guess Monday or Tuesday. I don't know when it came out, mm-hmm. but uh, you know he they, they're closed Monday and Tuesdays in the store, so they still had them. <laughs> so it was, ah. <clears throat> so yeah. it's definitely like it's definitely around at other places if you're looking for it. Yeah. Now the vinyl one's very cool. They did a great job with it. It looks like good quality. But sometimes Kid Robot dabbles in the housewares, and I think this is something I would, if if they could ever do it, find a company to. CNC router cut to rabbit shape and wood and actually make this like a knife butcher block set that you have like in the kitchen. That'd be awesome. That would, that be, would cool. be cool. Or even like, um, so like a not like, even if it wasn't a butcher block to like cut on or anything, but are you saying like a thing you'd hold your knives in? Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. I, I'm thinking okay. they're called butcher block, but like, yeah, just a, you know, the six knives stuck in, in the back and you can pull them out. And it could just be like the small steak knives if, you know, you don't want to go the gigantic bread cutting knife and stuff like that. But I think it'd be cool to have like a real version of this. But the vinyl one's also very cool. Why don't you yeah. design it, the guy who makes things out of wood? Because that would be a pain <laughs> in the ass. You need, <laughs> you need a CNC machine to, to route it out. You know, doing those um, intricate or organic shapes is not easy. But now they have the machines that can do it. But just it, do it for one of your characters that you designed. I'm not saying do the lab. Oh, oh. Make, make your own knife holder guy. Not a bad idea. It would be super easy to do. 
There you I go. Know, oh, yeah. your new housewares line. <laughs> oh, but Gary, I have an idea. So you have your whooper looper, and it's got the little like, what's the things coming off its head? Gills. Uh, what would be gills? Okay. Instead of them being built into the toy, they could either they could be like corn holders or toothpicks <laughs> or something, and That's you pull bad. them out and you could use them. It'd be cute. That's a good idea. Now that idea I like. Like that would be to me. Like I like the knife idea, and I get that it kind of fits with the lab and the backstab idea. That doesn't really seem to fit with you, like yes, knives in your cor- toy. But corn on the cob holders—that's totally Gary. <laughs> oh my gosh! You could come up with a new corn figure to pour your corn cobbers in. No, I like the whooper looper. That's perfect. That's so fitting. With the whooper ear, the little whooper. The whooper goes. ear. Yeah. yeah, that's a good idea. It'd be cute. I'll do that. You're welcome. Thank you. I expect a cut of the sales for being the generator of the idea. You I just want one. one for free. Yeah, or just give me one. <laughs> okay. That too. You know, That's I have cute. a hard, I have a hard time getting things made recently, so I'm... probably don't expect this to happen. But it's a great idea. You did a you good job. <laughs> yeah, just just rig me up like a really janky version. I could draw it up and, for you and like blueprint it, and at least so you know. At you, least so you know, I put forth the effort. You like to tease with drawings, you really do. That's as far as I can take I, it. I have no money to go into production, so I can, Gary, I can sprinkle. I can sprinkle tease with drawings. Why don't you make a I, bunch of pins, dude? Make some pins. I'll get them made for you. Are you pins still do- selling, oh. dude? I'm sitting on a stockpile of pennants and pins. <laughs> That's because they're Marsham. That's true. <laughs> Oh, did you see you know, that Horrible I... Adorables made the news and Jordan was wearing a uh, Marsham Toy Hour shirt? So that's it. We're famous. We can. That's how we can sell our merch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were doing actually something serious because there there's something going on with housing and taxes in Ohio and they're trying to help fight it. And so they actually look like crazy serious in the photo. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Jordan's representing Marsham. Like, that's mm-hmm. amazing. We made it on the news, guys. Exciting day. And oddly enough, if you look close enough, I swear I did a double take. I thought, pretty sure I'm in the background. I don't remember ever going to Ohio, but there I am. And there's proof. I'm in the background. Well, maybe Greg went. Are you sure Greg? Maybe Greg. Maybe we're, we're triplets and we got separated at birth. I don't know, but it's, it's I'm sitting right there. I'm not paying attention to what's going on. I seem to be staring at Jordan, but I'm there. Typical Gary. Staring off. Not paying attention. (laughs) Oh, man. So, yeah. What were we talking about before this? Shirts. We, uh, Labbits. We were talking about Labbits. Labbits. Corn. And corn on the, corn on the cob looper loopers. But no, so, I mean, I guess, so talking about, we were talking about Kid Robot and pre-orders and stuff like that. So, I'm not a big pre-order because I've heard too many, just, not necessarily nightmares, but just like long wait times or you know, production cancellations or material changes. Like I know, I know recently Mighty Jacks had one. They had a pre-order last summer for that. Snow oh, White was one. that dirty one with the apple and her moany face? 
<laughs> fairest of them all. Yes, that's the one. So that one, that was one that they had up for pre-sale last year. That was going to be a, a, a vinyl toy. So they took pre-orders. And then just this summer, so almost a year later, nine months later or something like that, they let all the pre-orders know that, hey, we can't do this in vinyl. We're going to have to go polystone or resin with it or something like that. And to me, that's just – that's not something I would want. So I think – I just I don't pre-order stuff for reasons like this because I've just seen too many examples of it where things just don't work out. I would rather wait to see something in hand or real photos of something and it's ready to buy now rather than pre-ordering. So I'm curious, like, do you guys pre-order much stuff? Uh, I so, mean, I I kickstart, so so okay. you do, okay. Yeah. And Teresa, I know I'm... I know you occasionally do. I always, so I do, and then I typically regret it because most of the time, either my taste or opinion of the piece changes or like the amount of time that goes by, it's just so long that my desire for that piece has kind of waned. I'm kind of the collector that like, I'm, I, I like collecting in the moment and like, I'll see things and I'm like, I want it. And I want to try to get it. And even if it's something that's hard to get, I'll get really focused on hunting and trying to find it. Really, really long pre-orders. Okay, so there's an example of one. Um, Mondo, Mike Mitchell, and... Did you pre-order um, that Groot one? Yes. Did so, that ever come out? Okay, so forever ago. Did you ever see that, George? The Groot hugging rocket. It's very stylized. It was a Mondo tree hugger figure that Sir Mitchell of Mondo Tees drew, and it came to life in a figure. Do you remember seeing that? No, it doesn't sound familiar. Okay. So the pre-order for it was last summer. And I remember talking to you about it, Gary. I remember looking at it and flipping you a link and being like, do I like this? And the movie may have been out recently. So I was feeling some like, you know, feelings about the movie or whatever. But somehow, some way, I think my I decided to screw it. I'll go for it. And just recently, I remember thinking about it, like, oh, my God, did I order that? I think I remember hearing something about August or end of last year. Like, where is that? Did I buy it? And so I started researching and looking through my emails. Like, sure enough, I freaking pre-ordered this toy. And I go back to look at a photo of it. And not to mean to offend or anything, but I went and looked at it. I'm like, why did I do that? Like, why did I order this toy? Like, it just wasn't really speaking to me anymore. And so I was like, crap. And so I'm looking. Apparently, I had pre-ordered it on an email. I don't check very often, so I wasn't getting their emails. But they were having some production issues and some delays and stuff. And so looking at it, I was like, hmm, I wonder if I can get a refund. And I feel kind of weird about that. But at the same time, it's like I, I don't really – desire to own this anymore so i reached out and they were super nice and let me get a refund since they're still in the middle of finishing it up so that was great but another thing i've pre-ordered before i wanted to try out those um nenendroids that good smile company makes Mm -hmm. and they're usually kind of anime but i've never owned one and all their stuff is pre-order so i pre-ordered one of those and it took so long that i forgot about it by the time it arrived i was kind of like okay (laughs) so I think for me, pre-orders just don't work unless it's a shorter time frame where I know they're coming. Like, um, it takes like less than a month. It's like my plastic card or strange cat will sometimes put up stuff as pre-order knowing that the stock is on the way. It's just shipping over internationally or whatever. That to me is not really a pre-order though. It's kind of just, it's like pre-purchase. So 
Yeah, it is because that's you know that's already product and made in hand, and they're just you're just waiting for the cargo ship and the retailers to get it. So that's different. But I know I say I don't pre-order, but I have. I ordered the Jankies, but that was also based off of Hucky and Paul. You know, Bud's reputation. I I, I I truly do believe those are going to be a high quality product. Are they going to match the 3D renders? Mm, they're probably not going to be as good and pristine as that, but I do expect it to be good. But I would also pre-order from someone who's already had a product out, like a Safubi toy, or they're just pre-doing the sales for the next colorway or something like that. That I would expect. You know, and Kid Robot also has a good reputation for delivering product. But again, you kind of already know what that product is. They already have the molds for the dunnies, and you just kind of already know what to expect. So they have a good reputation for delivering. But other companies, like you're talking about Mondo and Mighty Jacks, probably not the best reputations to pre-order from and i think that's because they're always doing original designs they're not just reproducing something that they've already done in the past like other companies are just, so things are kind of up in the air and questionable in their time frames and materials and stuff like that and i know anytime i look at a mighty jacks thread i might like the image and i'm thinking about wow i do like that maybe i will buy the toy but then i'll scroll through the common thread and there's always several people complaining about Where's my last order? Why aren't you communicating to me? Where's my refund? And so for that reason, I would be yeah. hesitant. I will say, yeah, I will say Mondo was communicating. I was just missing it because it was going to a different email. Oh, okay. um, that was my bad. So Mondo was at least trying to update people every often, every so often to say, hey, like, here's where we're at. So props to them on that. That was my bad. But yeah, I think from what I've heard from Mighty Jacks and I've never pre-ordered from them just because nothing's really spoken to me but yeah i've heard a lot of distaste for just their lack of communication and delays and also the fact that like you said things will change like that would really really bug me if i spend a lot of money and i've been waiting a lot of time and to hear that they make a decision that changes the way the figure is going to be made that would really rub me the wrong way shouldn't you be able to get a no hassle refund on that yes like george do you think if something either just took way too long, like if it's over a year, you're still waiting for it, or they decided to change the material of the toy, do you think you should, you should get a refund, right? Oh, yeah, I would think so. Anybody who's reputable is going to give you a refund, especially if they change material. That's a huge deal. Right? So. Like, especially I... if someone doesn't collect a certain kind of material. There's a lot of people who are very material picky and don't like certain things over others. If you think you're buying a vinyl toy and you're getting a resin statue, that's a very, it's a very different thing. Right? Do you think I, it should take nine months to determine that situation? Does that seem long to come to that decision? I mean, it's maybe they didn't tell you for nine months. That doesn't mean they weren't already deciding that. Right. I, I think for sure, if, if they do make changes like that, they should definitely let people get refunds. If there are delays, I think refunds. I mean, even... I don't know. Honestly, I don't. I don't pre-order enough to know. I mean, with Kickstarter, George, are you pretty much locked in, or are you able to get your money back if it's been like a year and you're not seeing any progress? A Kickstarter. A Kickstarter is, and it says it all over the site. It's not a pre-order. You're helping someone make something, and they're promising to give you something in return. Whether or not they do, that's on them. It's a, it's all a risk, and that you're willing to take with your money. It's not an actual pre-order system, so. They technically okay. don't have to give you anything, um, but most makers on there are kind people who are just trying to have fulfill their dream of making something. And if you contact them and say you want your money back, most of them will give you your money back. Okay. 
So then, like, in contrast, say even cute robot pre-orders or something that's not, it's a little different than, I guess, the Mighty Jacks kind of things. Maybe same ballpark. I don't know, Gary, if, if I went to, you know, any of our online retailers and pre-ordered something and then had to change a heart. I don't know if you can refund or not. I guess it depends upon that retailer and what their policy yeah, what their policy is because I, they're probably all different but i feel like in the desire toy scene these are mom and pop independently run shops you know they don't have angel investors helping them out and yeah you know, tons of bankroll profit sitting there i feel like if you buy from a designer toy company you're kind of stuck with it and you unless it's it. damaged or something like that i don't think any stores out there to screw anybody like if they- oh no 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 i don't think that at all i'm not saying that at all what i'm saying is designer toy stores are not walmarts and targets Right. You, know, you can't buy something one day and return it two weeks later out of buyer's remorse. I feel like when you buy from a desire toy store or any independent company like a store like that, all transactions are final unless it's greatly bad quality or damaged. I would hope they would all be cool enough to take something back. I, I would feel like if I had a store, I would still take something back. I guess it's I, up to each individual store, of course, yeah. but like, I think I would like to think I would get take it back if it was... They might do I've, it. I've never, had, I've never had to do it. <laughs> a lot of times, these pre-orders are do, they're doing that so that they know exactly how many to order. So it's like if a bunch of people, you know, return it or say they don't want it after they pre-order it, then it's like, oh crap! Now they're stuck with all these extra things they'll never sell. Oh god! Could you imagine? What if something like a pre-order was going on, and there's an artist feud or a Me Too situation, where all of a sudden all the pre-orders are boycotting something. And in that case, I think it's a case-by-case basis because I don't think you can expect an independent retailer to back the whole run. I just, there has to be some sort of protection for the independent retailer on sort of this sort of thing. But uh, Teresa, I also know that you, I think it was this week or last week, you were telling me that you pre-ordered something and you saw photos of it and you were wanting to, you're asking me like, do you think I can call and cancel? Yeah, but I just looked and I'm just looking at some different sites. I'm not going to call anyone out, but this one in particular says pre-order items, all sales final. We don't offer refunds, but if you're not satisfied, you can get store credit. Hmm. You know, there's some rules. Blind boxes, obviously. Like, blind boxes, okay. Like, obviously, you can't return. Well, yeah, like, once you open it, like, screw you. You can't play with it. I didn't get the one I wanted. I want my money back. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, pre I did pre-order something that was based off some stock photos, and it sucks because I was worried about it selling out. So I just I, ha- I felt like I had to go for it. And then yeah, as more photos came out of actual people taking shots of it, I was like, mm, I'm not <laughs> loving it as much. I I know I don't know what the I still don't know what the item was, but you did tell me like Gary, there's all these new photos coming out. And I don't like it as much. Yeah, do you think I, I can contact I, the retailer and get my money back? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. That's probably frowned upon because, like what George was saying, most of these stores order their quantities based on pre-order sales, especially with international items where the margins really aren't that great for the international toys. It's hard. And so, you know, I let it go and I got it and I I have it. I haven't opened it. It's still sitting in its (laughs) package. Waffle material. No, it's just, it's hard. And I'm trying to see if it grows on me. It's just, it's, it's a bummer in general when stock photos don't represent the toy well, because so many times, especially with pre-orders or international stuff or things that are just harder to find, you have to sometimes go off of them. And it's 
it's such a bummer when it's not a, a good representation of it. And I'm, I don't know if they just Photoshop the crap out of it or like really tweak the lighting to make it look really, really good, which, mm-hmm. Hey, they obviously did good enough to catch me. <laughs> like, they made it look good. Is, know. yeah. Cause I, I know I'm trying to be, I'll, I'll share it with you later, George. Okay. But, um, I have any of you all case of buyer's remorse recently. What'd you buy? I was at PowerCon this past weekend. I got swept up in the excitement. Oh, so exciting. And I bought a, uh, they had a, a new exclusive colorway of the, um, Stinkor figure from the reaction figure from Super 7. Okay. And, uh, it was awesome. It's a pink and blue, like the art on the package, like, those reaction figures for those He Man ones, I absolutely hate the sculpting. I think that they're terrible. But I love the art on the package that they're based on. Okay. And I keep buying them, and I keep <laughs> and I keep going. What am I doing? Why am I buying? As soon as it, because like I want, I hate. I don't want to leave it in the package. I hate that because I don't have room to put up a bunch of package figures somewhere. So I want the figure out. But then I realize that I bought it for the painting on the package, and I'm like, <laughs> what am I doing? Like I can't open this thing now. It's useless. Like so. Yeah, I had like. Probably within like a day and a half, I had I, I got it home. I looked at it, and I was I was trying to figure out where it's going to go. And I was like, I have nowhere to put this. I hate it. Oh, Speak, speaking of remorse, did you take your new wife with you? Uh, of course, she loves to go to PowerCon. Jess, is that something you wish you could take back? You wish you would have just stayed behind instead of going to that event? <laughs> it's not it's not the event she enjoys but we hang out with our friends from new jersey and that's a good time i feel like maybe i should only go i feel like you would have more fun if i'm not there so i think maybe next year i would i'll only go for one of the days oh my <laughs> god you went two days george Yes. I went Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And the oh, event my God. The it's event a... was only Saturday and Sunday. I go Friday to hang out with my friends. Yeah. It's a small event, though, isn't it? It's so small. And then, like, George will ask me during the day, like, you want to walk around again? And I'm like, no. <laughs> oh, we've seen everything. And so by the time the eighth time goes around, he's like, you want to walk around? Maybe we missed something. I'm like, I'm ch- I don't know how to tell you, but we didn't miss anything. <laughs> it's the same stuff like if you did something there's some there's something wrong this what you're saying is exactly why i don't bring like my wife and kids to the toy conventions because if they don't have the same passion as you for toys or antiquing or whatever your thing is they don't want to spend all day at the event they don't want to make and circle the event five six eight times you know no i understand like if it's designer con like i walk designer con like at least four to five times but this event is so small, <laughs> and don't get me wrong, it's actually bigger than what it's been for the last two years, but by the eighth time, you've met everybody. <laughs> it's, it's definitely a small, intimate event. It's not, it is, it is definitely a very focused event. It's so focused. It's so focused. Like, it's just He-Man and she like. Literally half of the room, like, some of, like, I think maybe, I'm going to say, like, at least six booths are dedicated to cosplay. And then another six <laughs> or seven booths are get dedicated to artists who just draw He-Man. So it's very, they're just filling up this space. How many times throughout but, the weekend do you hear someone yell out, I have the power? No, none. None? Actually. Okay. Crap. Is that why it's named PowerCon? Yeah. <laughs> Is that like a phrase from a character? <laughs> I have the power. Have the power. Any changes from Prince Adam to He-Man? 
Well, I Googled it because I'm like, I don't know what this is. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, okay, I know this is like an old cartoon. But um, <laughs> well, that's... And the best thing about this year is Mattel was there, and they were selling these fanny packs that look like loincloths with fur on them. Oh, and that's cool. And people went fucking crazy for them. I've never <laughs> seen so many men wear these, like, fanny pack loincloths, and they were bright neon orange. So it was, like, brown fur on the edge, and everybody was wearing them, and Everybody was using them. It was weird. Did George wear it for you later that night? I she wouldn't let me get one. I no, no. I said I said if you wanted one, I'm already married to you. Like I can't divorce you. <laughs> It'd be a little fun in the bedroom, Jess. <laughs> anyway, it's a good, it's a great convention. I have a lot of fun every year. I do love walking around and seeing all the He-Man stuff, even if I've seen it a million times. <laughs> Here comes the plane. Hold on. <laughs> How can you hear that? I feel like you've never talked about it. Now all of a sudden, you hear it in the, in the past, I don't know if there's something different about your mic settings or what. But in the past, yeah, we, we never heard the planes. But in the last few, couple episodes, they've been appearing. It's weird. It's, it's weird because we have the windows closed in this room too. Wow, you shouldn't even I mean, hear it. Yeah, it sounds like your front door's open or something. Um, so yeah, so I enjoy the convention. I like the uh, I like everything at it, and I enjoy going. And I will hopefully go next year as long as they still have it. Speaking of designer con, I got my hotel booked. You did it? Whoop, whoop. Yeah, it's all booked. Sad salesman is going to be sharing a room with me, and I'm having. I'm hoping he's not like a Del Griffith. You ever see air, air uh, plane trains and automobiles? Remember? Are you guys going to spoon in bed? We're not going to spoon. I'm not going to stick my hand between two pillows. <laughs> but I'm just hoping he's not like I don't know Sad Salesman or Eric that well outside of you know our occasional encounters at toy conventions. But now we're going to be sharing a a small 200 square foot space together, and uh, I think he's going to be a good gentleman to share with. I think he's going to be a good fit for me, but could be Del Griffith too. He listens to our show, so hi Eric, and do something to mess with Gary for me, dude. For some reason, I had this image of him sleeping with snails, and I don't know why. Oh. <laughs> Absurd. Weird that you're thinking about how he sleeps, but that's okay. <laughs> I'm concerned about my sleep, and if he's sleeping with snails, that's going to affect my sleep, but whatever. Oh, my I'll, gosh. I'll deal with it when we get to it. Hey, at least you're booked. I'm half booked. I did finally book my flight, which is good. That was an important piece, but I have not booked my, my hotel yet. I'll get there. You I better just... book. Things are filling up fast. I'm even worse. I know... I, not only have I not booked anything, I also haven't made anything yet. Damn, George. George. It's like... Less you than three months it's... away now. Yeah, it's almost September. Like, how did that happen? I don't know. I had uh, I had wedding stuff to plan for. That is true. <laughs> do you know what you want to bring? Like, do you have ideas? Uh, yeah, I just need to make them all. It's going to be, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if I if the booth is empty and it's just me standing there saying hello to everybody, or if I actually get something made. Any concerns for designer con? Concerns? Yeah. Is, have you heard any, like, concerns? or Because I know people have been having difficulty finding, like, it's been harder to, because we were all so used to Pasadena for so long. We, we yeah. knew the area it, and the planes. And I've, I've just been hearing people, like, it's been harder to pull the trigger on hotels because there's, like, a million options. It's been harder to decide well, which airport to fly into. And it's just it's just being such a new city to, to most people. It's just been a little bit more. Yes. 
involved. Involved, yeah. yeah. In preparing, yeah. I mean, I want to say it's, I have, cons- I'll get back to the concerns piece, but when it comes to the preparation, yeah, it's, I struggled a lot with which airport to fly into between LAX and SNA, the uh, Fort Wayne, which is South Anaheim, because, uh, you know, flying out of Louisville, a lot of people aren't coming from Kentucky and it's kind of a weird place to fly from. But I ended up going with the Fort Wayne just because I don't want to deal with L.A. and L.A. traffic and all of that. I just don't even want to deal. And I'd rather pay. I actually ended up not having to pay that much more. It was like 10 bucks more to fly into the one near Anaheim. So, but for hotels, that's why I haven't booked yet. It's the amount of hotels, which is good in a way. Like there's lots to book, but it's so much. Like I'm getting to a point where I just need to pick one, but I'll figure it out. George, I mean, you're from the area. Like you probably know California a bit better. You know, I've actually never stayed in any of them down there. I live close enough that I usually would just drive home, but this one i'm gonna stay and here's the thing Teresa. almost i've been to several hotels in anaheim and you can stay five miles away and they have a, a shuttle that goes to disneyland so if i know you like to stay close and just within walking distance but if you want to go a little further out to to save some money you can do that too and they'll have a, a shuttle yeah. service to disneyland there's price yeah so i'm trying to find something that's generally affordable but like there's so many around the same price range and the other thing that i'm seeing kind of like you're splitting with eric's head salesman so many places that it seems like it's built to share, which makes sense because it's Disney. Families are coming. Yeah. I, it, I totally get it. But so many hotels, it's like two queens and a sofa bed and a kitchen suite. And it's like, no, like I don't need all that. And it's like, it should there. I get a roommate? Is anybody looking for – Teresa needs a place <laughs> to stay. Is anybody looking for a person that's probably going to – wake up and leave and then walk in and go to bed. Anyone looking for a low-maintenance roommate to help s- split a room with in the area? If you are, contact us at marshamtoyhour at gmail.com. There you go. Thanks. All right, I am open to it. So, yes, it, it just sounds funny to hear you put out, like, a personal ad for a hotel. But, um, <laughs> but no, I'm actually totally – in, in all seriousness, down for if anyone is interested, because I'm all for saving money, and you know, yeah. So I'm 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 open to it. Let me know. I hope it works out for you and someone else. Just saving money on a hotel room means more money to spend at the event, more toys. Yeah, but I mean, back to your original question about concerns. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I guess it's more, I don't know if there's a specific concern. I am just kind of like just Anaheim in general and just the way the the venue is set up and how it's going to be trying to walk it and how busy it's going to be and like the Funko presence. I was super excited at first and I was like, mm, maybe this isn't a good idea. And I'm like, oh, it's not going to hurt anything. It's just there's so many things that are new and different. You know, you don't, We don't know. We have no idea what we're getting into. It's all new. It's all new. We have no idea. It's, yeah. it's We all know it's not going to be the small, quaint, intimate event that was at Pasadena for the past several years. You know? Yeah. It's, it's different. It's grown. It's 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 designer con on steroids. So many vendors. It's you know. It's not just the concern isn't just the area of it being touristy and just like chain restaurants and that sort of stuff. I think we'll get over that. But I think for me, and this has always kind of been a concern with it, just being late November. It's up against. 
you know, Thanksgiving, which is a more expensive time to travel, but with it also being such a big event and so many international artists coming over and, and double the vendors, and it's just going to be harder to budget for, especially with it being up against Christmas season the next month. It's For me as a family man, it's the worst month to, to actually budget for, but... And I'm sure it's also a concern for the vendors. I'm sure they're also a little concerned. Is there going to be the same amount of money to go all around? Or is there going to be, hell yeah, there's going to be a lot more competition. So you're going to have to bring something that's really going to wow people to want to buy your item over something else that's there. So, yeah, it's. I think that's probably the biggest concern is the money factor. Are the vendors still going to make what they have in the past? And as far as myself, like what... I know I'm going to have to make sacrifices because there's going to be so many drops, so many releases there that I'm just going to have to pick and choose so I don't break the family Christmas budget. Yeah. But hey, I mean, I'm still beyond pumped. It's freaking designer con. So I'm excited. It's just, it's, you know, I've, I've gone to the two designer cons before this. So I felt like, oh, I'm like getting the hang of this. Like I understand Pasadena and the venue. And so now it's like, oh. So we'll just learn Anaheim instead. And George, I saw that the Dunny series was, well, not officially announced, but they have a little a little teaser I saw on the Toy Chronicle. Uh-oh. No, it's just like a, it's just like a logo. Yeah, it just says like Designer Con Dunny series or something like that. And it has the artwork. And I instantly I recognized who the artist was. So Ragnar did the artwork for the teaser. So I don't know any details, but I'm, I will be very excited if Ragnar is a part of that series, because he's one of my favorite artists. So, yeah, I'm I'm an absolute huge fan of Ragnar as well. So it sure would be weird to have a guy do the box art and not have him be having a dunny. That would be right. <laughs> okay, Gary, George, yes. who's Ragnar? I'm sorry. Oh, breaking my heart. Um, his name is Ragnar. He goes mainly by Ragnar, but I think on Instagram it's Brandon Ragnar. So Brandon, how it's normally spelled, then Ragnar, R-A-G-N-A-R. And look okay. up Ragnarama.com. It's R-A-G-N-A-R-A-M-A. Yeah, he's a guy that I wish would do a lot more designs because he does so many fun designs that I think would be make great toys. So I think he teased that he's going to be doing a Halloween book on Kickstarter of all yes, of his Halloween Yes, art. yes. I'll definitely oh, be dude, picking I that up. I can't wait for that. Yeah, that looks awesome. Oh, he does coolest Halloween decorations. Like He does these giant wooden heads. Yep. And they're like old school looking like witches and pumpkins and cats. And dude, he's just so freaking talented. This guy's amazing. He's always been one of my favorite. Yep. Yeah. I used to follow him back in the old drawing board days. I've been following him for, wow, probably 16 years. His was the very first um, art toy that we made it with 3D Retro. Are you serious? That was the first one? I'm pretty sure it was. I'm pretty sure his was the very first one. Really? I don't know. I was for some reason thinking maybe it was Brandy Brandy Milnes. No, hers was definitely after. This is good stuff. I'm flipping through his Instagram. I like it. He's good. So there's nothing you can tell us, George, about the series? Uh, I, don't, I don't think I'm allowed, right? It's not mine to tell. Yeah. But I could definitely say, like, it'd be real weird to have the guy do the box art and not be in the series. <laughs> Uh, I think that's a hint. I think we could take it. I think it's safe to say that Ragnar is probably in the series. And therefore, count me in for one. 
At least. At least. <laughs> I already know that there's going to be more you want in that series. Oh, really? That was confidently said, too. I'm looking forward to it then because I've been looking forward to the series ever since Ben mentioned it. Only because I get the, I know it's going to be a multi-artist series, but I also think it's going to be... It's, I don't think it's, I know you can't say, but I don't think it's going to be a theme series. So, and I don't, not that there's anything wrong with a theme series. I think they've been great, but I personally prefer when the artists can do anything that they want versus trying to meet a certain criteria of a theme series. So I'm looking, I'm hoping it's non-theme, but I'm also excited that's going to be a multi-artist series because I think those appeal to the community as a whole. Because usually there's at least one design for every different type of collector in the scene versus, you know, a single artist series kind of appeals to a certain taste. Yeah, I mean, it's always better when you can, like a group show, you know, a group art show is always better to go to because then you got a ton of people where you'll like something in there. Because if you don't like the one artist who's doing the art, then you're screwed on that whole line. Yeah. Now, did you curate this or did you project manage it? I just project manage it. I had no, I didn't pick anybody. I mean, I talked with Ben when he was telling me who he was going to pick, but, and I kind of put in suggestions, but Ben, Ben curated it. It was all Ben's choices and. I just did the. I just handled the project management with the artists and stuff, so that they had someone to email if they had questions and things like that. Oh, okay. Well, looking forward to it. Yeah, there's definitely there's there's one. Actually, maybe there is one in here that's my idea that I think. I don't know if people are going to like or dislike, but there's one in here that I'm super excited about. Like in particular, I'll let you know once it's all been released and talked about. But. Yeah, well, we can talk about it. We'll have you back on. <laughs> Oh, good. Gary. Yeah. Well, I hope you're a little more regular, George. That'd be nice. Whenever you want me here. You're always on. I I consider us the three (laughs) co-hosts. We can't do the show without one of us. The way you said that, I hope you're more regular. It's like, eat your yogurt, George. (laughs) I eat my yogurt every day. I'm always regular. (laughs) You're eating your fiber? Good boy. Oh, gosh. All right, guys. I think we've done it. We talked enough. We have. You know, I was going to tease Data Dub a little bit on this episode, but we can save it for next record. Uh, no, it's nothing. It's totally no big deal. It's just some, he says some things in the group that kind of makes uh, me laugh. So it would actually be better for our next week's guest, actually. So we'll save it for next week. That's a little cliffhanger for next episode. So, George, great to have you back. <laughs> Teresa, uh, let us know what happens with your neighbor. It's uh, a little concerning there. And I guess let's wrap this up. So, Teresa, why don't you go first and let our listeners know where they can find you? Oh, I'm going first. I never go first. Always ladies first. Always ladies. Oh. Uh, well, yeah, if you all want to find me, you can check me out on Instagram. My username is tmhawk24. Newlywed. <laughs> and I am on Instagram as well. Are you going to say yours at all, babe, or am I going? I delete them every right. time. <laughs> she doesn't want anyone following her, so don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> I, I am at Double G Toys on Instagram as well. Okay. I'm Gary Ham. Gary Ham on Instagram, superham.com. This has been the Marsham Toy Hour. We do this every other week, not because we have to. But because we have to. <laughs> because George Yay, George I paused on purpose to see if you would do it, and you did. See what you've done? You've encouraged them. I said we had to because I I feel like we have to. (laughs) So until our next transmission, we're signing off. Bye. Bye. That was two hours and ten minutes. (laughs) Holy crap. I've got to find 40 minutes to cut out. Oh.